Well, I was going to come on here and record a little more lighthearted um, episode, but recently I am just feeling some kind of sadness or a bit weighed down by um, some conflict and stuff. And of course, I can apply that to an episode that you and I will talk about. Um, (laughs) And so, this isn't exactly going to solve this conflict per se, but I know that you guys experience, I'm sorry, that's me cracking my knuckles, um, experience stress sometimes on a daily basis, anxiety, and not only over interactions with other people, but, you know, classes and homework and... Oh yeah, maybe I should pray or something, right? Um, <laughs> so I have a system, a plan, in to help bust your anxiety and stress over these things in just five minutes a day. Um, not like guaranteed, like in some instances, people really do need medication to fight like an anxiety disorder or um, they need um, counseling or whatever else. But like, this could be an awesome weapon in your arsenal. So um, let's talk about how you can hack your anxiety away, hack it away, I don't know, um, in five minutes a day. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls who are done with feeling overwhelmed by the weight of student loans, cramming for the next exam, and oh yeah, trying to figure out God's calling for your life. I get it. Don't worry, I got you. I know exactly how you feel. I'm Kara, a recovering overachiever and debt-free college graduate, and I'm going to help you find peace to quiet your racing thoughts. You will walk away equipped to bust anxiety, walk in God's purpose for your life, and even graduate college debt-free. So come on and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended money and mental peace. Grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. Okay, what's going on? This is what's going on in my story of frustration lately. Um, two things, and I can't do a bunch of details, but maybe you can relate. So, a family member of mine is having some tension with this other person, okay? And it's to the point that it just seems like they're being treated worse than other people, maybe, in the family, or not communicative, or not coming or involved with things in our lives as this frustrating person is involved in others' lives. That's probably a bit vague, but hopefully you can kind of relate to that somewhat. Um... Another thing that was frustrating is a person that I will be interacting with um, towards the end of this month who I feel like never asks about me, not that people have to do that, but whenever I see this person is always asking me to do stuff. Again, it is awesome to be helpful, totally, entirely, but when I'm with this group of people, it feels kind of almost like... um. I'm one that's still not married, which is fine. Um, I'm a bit younger, which is also fine. I'm still an adult and whatever. And maybe just, like, I can be told what to do a little bit more. I don't know if that makes sense entirely, but it almost feels a little condescending. Or, like, I can stand up and I'm not necessarily, like, a um, 
like a doormat or anything. But, you know, even like standing up for yourself takes some energy that you don't even want to like expend some days, right? <laughs> so it's almost just like tension to be around this person looking ahead. And I don't, I'm sure you guys know that tension on things in the future stresses out your brain, even though it hasn't even come yet, which is so irritating. I remember that all the time in college, so I feel you. Um, another thing is some issues going on with a different group that we are in, I'm being vague, okay, whose leadership seems to be bringing about <laughs> some issues, um, but this person is not seeing that the issues are from this person's leadership. It's from, he, like, I'll say he, he thinks it's from other people that are doing stuff. How is that for, like, a vague story of the week? <laughs> what did Kara teach you on her podcast? Well, she's having frustrations with all these, like, nameless people. Okay. Anyways, this is an example of what you feel in college, don't you? Even just, like, that person in your class, I'm just making this up as an example, that girl in your class that you've never even actually talked to that in depth but just almost, like, feels like a mean girl to you. But, like, you're in college for crying out loud. This isn't high school and someone bullying you again. But you just get, like, weird tension around the person and you don't even know their backstory. Like, uh, it's probably all in our heads, right? There's probably no issue going on. What I'm just trying to get at is there seems to be, like, stress or anxiety on legitimate things in life that I remember in college. But also... Some stuff that we kind of just make up in our head or make this story in our head or whatever. Um, <laughs> and in all of these issues, it would be really nice to be able to fight the anxiety of it, right? Oh, and not forgetting, of course, homework. Did we get enough sleep? Also, how am I going to pay for college? I'm pretending to be you, right? I already went through college, okay? Um oh, does this person in class like me back? And then also, what am I going to eat tonight? And I really just want to binge watch four hours of Netflix, please. Okay, like to like zone out. What I'm trying to say is all these true tensions and also perceived tensions that build up in our brains as anxious people, I understand. And we're going to talk about how to fight that in just a short amount of time today. My quick story, <laughs> um, fighting anxiety, has been honestly just that you have to have a lot of options in your arsenal. <laughs> um, don't mean to keep talking weapons, but we're fighting anxiety. So what I mean is like sometimes anxiety can be helped with talking it out with someone. Other times you really just need sleep. Other times a good workout. Other times prayer. Other times there might be some more medical, you know, intervention that needs to be done. Any of that, no matter what, however simple or extreme help needs to be done for anxiety, the first step always needs to be let's reach out to God in prayer and ask for his guidance on our life and his guidance for interacting with this um, difficult person or what to major in or whatever. Um, so the first step in this five minutes a day to fighting anxiety is daily connection with God. Okay. 
hold up. Some of you maybe have daily devotions, others not so much. That could be overwhelming to you, probably. Um, Beyond all the other stuff you have set up in your day, when are you going to get the time to read and pray your Bible? Read and pray your Bible. Pray and read your Bible. <laughs> um, again, just hear me out. A lot of times people are freaked out because, in my experience, I have felt like I need to read a whole book or I need to read a chapter a day, and even that feels like too much, or I'm in the boring sections of the Bible, or it's just, it's not even filling me for the day, or I just, blah, 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 and so you don't even get started. Um, And also, it just seems like so much that needs to be learned, or not needs to be, but you feel like you should be learning, or the Bible seems so big, or whatever. I don't know. I'm just trying to say, understand the overwhelm. Can you guys think of it like this? Daily little bits of time with God is like breaking down your muscles, your physical muscles. And if you know a thing about working out, lifting weights, or muscle, when you're doing something movement and there's some muscle soreness the next day, it's because there were tiny tears that occurred in your muscles. And as they grow back, they grow stronger and bigger. That's how you build muscle in kind of a layman's term description. That is what I'm encouraging y'all to do for your relationship with God. Building your spiritual muscle. And that does not mean, oh, two hours on Monday, you know, the beginning of the month, a ton of Bible reading and prayer over everything in your life, and then you don't go talk to God again for another month. Um, That's that consistency, that little time every day. And so the first step in this five minutes, I suggest, again, you could do more than five minutes, but let's just leave it at this for now, is strengthening your relationship with God. There are so many good devotional books out there, or simply just reading the Bible, but just for sake of simplicity, and I just, as I describe this today, I'll ask if you guys have ever heard of the devotional book, um, like um, little booklets called Our Daily Bread. Um, they're sent out by Our Daily Bread Ministries. You can get um, them usually at a lot of churches is where we pick ours up, or you can get them sent to your house with just a small donation online of even a few bucks or more if you want. But it has a a scripture verse and it has a little devotional telling a story and kind of explaining and encouraging what that could mean in your life. And you could decide to go read the whole chapter in the Bible that that verse is from, or you just read that verse and soak it in. That's That's a first step. And then the next step is just not feeling like you have to go through all the prayers and praise and repentance, which are all fantastic, mind you, but in prayer, like every single day and check it off this list and you have 12,000 people to pray for and it's overwhelming, so you don't just pray at all. Now, I'm not saying just leave prayer to this, but I would encourage you just a little one small thing daily, asking God to Jesus, please give me a heart for you and an actual love for and excitement for my faith. You can ask that daily. Asking that daily plus reading 
one or two verses or that daily bread devotional, maybe right when you wake up in the morning before you get out of bed. Dude, it can take two minutes. Again, I'm not saying you can't do more than that, sure, but thinking of it as little tiny tears in your spiritual muscle every single day that grows over time. Now, let's think about this. If you spent, you know, two minutes a day doing push-ups, like, not just like, oh, let's do one push-up, like, you actually spent all the two minutes a day doing push-ups, and you did that for, well, a year, or even six months, or one month, you can go online, okay, and be and see before and after doing however many push-ups in a day for 30 days. You can see growth. You can see the change. Girl, I know we are stressed and pressured, but I, I, I hate to put pressure on people, but I think you can do, and I can do, two minutes in the morning of a, a quick read of God's word and asking God to give you a heart for him. And seeing that your spiritual muscle can grow that much over 30 days, let alone if it kept going for six months to a year. So what is the second point? I kind of tied this into, right, uh, spiritual muscle and then physical muscle. Um, Movement is supposed to help um, release endorphins and, you know, what, dopamine, whatever else, feel-good chemicals that can help fight cortisol levels, which is stress, comes with stress, um, or anxiety or depression. And of course, there might be instances where there are certain workouts you can't do. But sometimes thinking of going to, I don't know, three cycling classes a week at the college gym is still overwhelming. You're like, how much homework could I do in that time? Girl, we're doing two minutes of Jesus time in the morning, at least, right? I mean, you could totally talk to God all day because he is there whenever you want to talk to him. But we're doing two minutes in the morning. I would like to challenge you to do, right after that, two minutes of some sort of physical activity, like one main thing. Let's take push-ups, for example. If you want, squats are another good example. The first day, you might be able to do not even one push-up. So maybe you do them against the wall or you do them on your knees. Maybe you can do a few um, on your knees and that takes up the two minutes. Good job. <laughs> what if you did it every single day? What if you did two minutes of the same, or maybe you alternated each day squats and push-ups so that your arms aren't crazy sore? Whatever you want to do, can you imagine how different your physical muscles would be after just 30 days. If you're willing to do that, then I would encourage you to be willing to do two minutes of Jesus time in the morning. Trying that for 30 days and seeing how your muscles have changed and viewing that as an equivalent to how your spiritual muscles have been slowly torn and grown. How amazing, how much confidence that could boost. How much um, Jesus talks about, well, actually, I think Paul mentions more so of, um, you know, first off, casting your cares on, on God, but then also to not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of Christ will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Don't we want peace? That's in Philippians 4, by the way. Uh, verse something or other. You can look it up. Um, 
just that time with God is finding his perspective and his peace. And then that movement is not only confidence, but also giving a little energy for the day and usually can break down some of that anxiety. Or you maybe you could do jumping jacks for two minutes. If you're not used to jumping jacks, doing it for two minutes is quite a bit. Okay, how about this? One day, two minutes of jumping jacks. Another day, two minutes of push-ups. Another day, two minutes of squats. I don't know. Do whatever you want. But look, that's two minutes Jesus time. You get up out of your bed. You go do two minutes of push-ups. What does that leave you? Four minutes. I mean, you might not all like math like I do, but that's not exactly five minutes yet. What are we doing in the last one minute? You're drinking a glass of water, stretching a little bit, thanking God that you can move and asking him to please calm your anxiety. You just did five minutes in the morning, which don't look at your phone right away. Maybe just do this. That could set this tone for the rest of your day with work and class and homework and friends and relationships and whatnot. And yeah, I mean, can you imagine if your physical and spiritual muscles were grown to that point? How that could boost your confidence and lower some of the stress level of yours. So if you did like this, um, I want to see a picture of you doing it. I mean, it doesn't have to be you exactly. Maybe send me a picture of this devotional you read or your Bible. If you don't have that devotional, read three verses in your Bible and pray about it. There, two minutes. And I would love to have you email it to me at money. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. At Info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. And let me know that you're trying this out um, for however much time you want to do it, a couple weeks, 30 days. And also, I will encourage you, give you a thumbs up, like, good job, girl. And I will send you info back on my um, coaching services. I want to clarify, I'm not like a social worker therapist, um, but I have gone through a lot of experiences in my life on dealing with anxiety and connecting it to time with God, working out. And then, as you know, this podcast is about money for college. Um, so if you want wanted to book, you know, maybe a coaching service with me, we could talk about some game plans on how to put this five minutes into your life around figuring out how to pay for college, we can work together on it. So why don't you let me know how this all goes. Send me a picture and tell me what you're up to at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. And I really, really pray that your anxiety can be calm and lessened. And I'd like to end this um, particular podcast with a prayer for you on that, because I know exactly how you feel. Even sometimes five minutes doing something like this seems overwhelming. So let's pray. Oh, dear Father, we thank you. I thank you for these precious girls um, who just do really want to follow you, but are just stressed or overwhelmed at even thinking of... um, somehow fighting anxiety, working out, having time with you. And of course, you know, they know they could work out more than two minutes. They could certainly pray and read the Bible more than the two minutes, but sometimes having a definitive time frame makes it more doable. I ask for anyone who's listening to this 
and here's my voice, that you would specifically give them strength and oomph, whatever that is, motivation, the inspiration, the guidance to work on daily tearing their spiritual muscles, <laughs> that sounds weird, um, and also physical muscles so as to find their hope and peace in you and calm their body down. I ask that you would encourage them and guide them in this day and bring them closer to you and give them a heart for you and not just today, but like long term, significantly decrease their anxiety and stress, please, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.